You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Handmade CEO Podcast. Today's very special guest is Seiko Sisko from Waku Waku Baby, your one-stop shop where you can find boutique baby gifts and kids' accessories for all of your little ones. Seiko has been sewing since 2018, and her products, especially her signature baby shoes, are incredible. And I'm so excited to welcome her to the show today. So welcome, Seiko. How are you today? I'm great, Kiana. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got into making baby products and Mm -hmm. what was your creative journey like when you got started? Sure. So yeah, I started sewing back in 2018. I think my son was about eight months old Mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to learn how to sew Like I knew it was a functional skill to have and it seemed like a lot of fun. I just never really got around to it. And it was a great timing for me. Before I became a mom, I was actually working as a research chemist in a lab and I was always making things with my hands and kind of starting with something simple and making like a more functional, complicated product. And I've always loved working with my hands, making things. And I think I missed that part because I left my job to stay home with my baby. And also my son was quite a drooler. So he needed multiple bibs a day. And I'm not kidding. Like he needed maybe 10 bibs a day because he just, he was just... (laughs) Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a lot of bibs. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm like, well, this is a great opportunity for me to learn sewing and make him really cute bibs with fabrics that I really like. And so I experimented with different bib patterns, different materials. I fell in love with beautiful fabrics. And that's kind of how I got started. And then one thing led to the other. So next he needed shoes that fit around his super chunky ankles. And it was so hard for me to find shoes that fit him. So I'm like, well, why not make them myself? And so I made shoes and then it was summertime. I was like, oh, he need a he needs a hat to cover his head and cheeks. So then I made him a bucket hat. And then my friends started asking, like, oh, where did you get that? And can you make it for me and my my baby? And and then it kind of grew from there. I think about a year year after I started making products, I decided to open up Waku Waku Baby in 2019. Nice. What a story. I mean, I love how, I love when businesses start like this, where it's just like very organic Mm. and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily that you thought, you know, I'm going to uh, make a bunch of money making baby accessories. Like (laughs) that wasn't the the plan necessarily. It was like, 
I need to fill this need because my baby needs bibs and my baby needs shoes Mm -hmm. and a hat. And I just, I love that it came out of this like natural like need that you had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was particularly exciting to just be able to make something that my baby was playing in and wearing every day. So, mm -hmm. So how did you come up with the name for your business? So yeah, Waku Waku, it means, it kind of describes the feeling of being happy and excited in Japanese. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I was born and raised in Japan. I lived a majority of my life in the States. So I consider myself pretty Americanized. But when I became a mom, I reconnected with my Japanese roots in ways that I didn't really expect. And that was really impactful for me personally. Um, I realized Mm -hmm. kind of the importance of my roots and how it's still a part of me. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to include like a Japanese word, a phrase and also the the feeling I get when I sew baby products, it's exactly that. Like, I feel so happy. I feel excited about, you know, how it's going to turn out. And it's also the feeling I want my customers to feel when they mm-hmm. receive my products. So it kind of fit um, with my mission and how I wanted my brand to feel. I love that. And I I personally purchased from your shop yeah. and I love your <laughs> products. You. I have I have a three year old and she is adorable and uh, very feisty, but she <laughs> loves the hair bows that you make and mm-hmm. the baby shoes and she loves she actually loves playing dress up with them. Oh. And so it's definitely you know that happy feeling is is a part of the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. when we receive your package to like in the everyday when she just wants to like play with. Mm-hmm. her shoes or wear her slippers around the house oh so yeah that's adorable thank you <laughs> yeah so what are a couple of things you've learned over the years when it comes to starting a handmade business mm-hmm. this is a great question and I actually recently um wrote a blog about this just to kind of recap my journey so far on my blog and so I'll just like briefly summarize them here. So I wrote about the three things that I wish I knew as, you know, before I started my handmade business. So the first thing I wish I knew was that I I was so naive, I think, starting out. <laughs> because as you said, like I didn't, I, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to start a handmade business and start making product, like, you know, selling products. So I didn't really know about the different business models and I realized that having a handmade business where you manufacture products yourself and ship them yourself is one of the most like challenging and complicated business models you can have. And so I guess just my advice to people who are maybe starting out is just to be aware of all the different parts that go into a handmade business. It's not easy by any means. And that's something I didn't really realize at first. 
And I'd say the second point um, I wish I knew sooner was that it's okay to invest in yourself as the CEO of your business. (laughs) So when I started out, I thought that it was the rite of passage to learn everything yourself. And like you had to figure everything out yourself since, you know, you are the business owner. But I realized that it's okay and it's actually smarter and, you know, better if you could invest in like courses or coaching um, and rely on experts that, you know, already did all the research before you, like you don't really need to recreate that. Um, So that's something that I didn't know first when I started. And then the third is that this handmade community is one of the most welcoming and friendly group of people. And I think originally I was in kind of intimidated or like I didn't really know um, how I would fit in. So I didn't really do a lot of outreach and connect. Uh, but then I soon realized, wow, you know, this is such a great community and you know, putting yourself out there and connecting with people. That's one of the best parts about being a handmade business owner, I think. So I know that, you know, you founded Happening Hands, which is an awesome community. And um, so there's communities locally, as well as, you know, you can reach out online to a worldwide community of business owners. And so, yeah, that's what I didn't know when I started Mm. and I wish I've, you know, discovered it sooner, but yeah, it's a really great uh, community. I think that we, we all have here. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I think when I first started my foray into the handmade world, that was Mm -hmm. like the first thing that I fell in love with was just Mm -hmm. how helpful a lot of the other makers can be, Mm -hmm. um, especially if they've, you know, already done many of the steps to get to farther place than you you are at the time. And Mm -hmm. it's just really helpful. And I love that people are so welcoming as well. Um, So thank you for those um, three tips, Seiko. Those are actually really great. And they're so simple. I love that they're so simple. For today's episode, we're highlighting one of our amazing partners, Inventora, Inventora is a free inventory management software for product-based businesses that was created by makers for makers. What started as a system built to help one person in their business has now developed into being used by thousands. Inventora is now an all-in-one system for makers and manufacturers. They help streamline the process of managing raw materials through production and fulfillment for your business. If you're looking for a better way to manage your inventory, definitely check these guys out. Okay, back to the show. So this summer, you embarked on this amazing journey that I've been following where you took a pattern design course, which was Mm -hmm. super exciting for you. And up until now, you've kind of been making everything yourself by using others patterns. And now you're able to make your own. What was it like to finally venture into learning to create your own patterns and printing them on fabric? Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah. I am so excited about this. It's really like a dream come true for me to have my own 
illustrations on fabric that I can hold in my hands, which happened recently. So it, it was a journey, though. I'd say, you know, going back a little bit, um, I've always wanted to be an artist and designer deep down, and I'd say ever since high school, but I've kind of pushed it aside. Um, I think it's because it, like making and sewing, that's like a technique that I learned over the years, but I think my drawings and illustrations are part of who I am at my core, and it felt, you know, too close in a way to, you know, turn that into a business or I don't know, have, have it publicly shown. Um, and I didn't really have the courage, I think, to kind of admit that and go for it <laughs> until this year, actually. So I think it really helped to be already in a creative community where I'm seeing people do what I want to do and also getting kind of coaching and, you know, encouragement from my peers and you, Kiana, you helped me a little bit. So I finally decided I'm going to take that first step and take this surface pattern design course. So that was in early this year in the spring. And since then, I was able to learn how to make patterns on Adobe Illustrator. And then I made my first collection. Um, and now I'm in the process of you know, figuring out which patterns I want to do a very small release this year. I'm hoping for the holiday season, I'm going to have a few new uh, pieces I can show. Um, probably going to be making baby bibs and shoes and gift sets. But I'm just so excited that, you know, I'm almost there. Like, you know, it's not ready for the public yet, but I can see the path. And it was just kind of doing one thing at a time and having that courage to, you know, <laughs> admit to myself, this is what I really want to do. And I'm really excited and I'm thankful I have Waku Waku Baby because it's, you know, proof of concept and I'm able to actually apply my designs onto fabric that can then be produced into a product someone can wear in kind of one, you know, circle. So I'm really thankful I have Waku Waku Baby and I'm really excited to show my customers um, what's coming. That is so exciting. I think it's going to make your products really shine. Oh, Being able you. to have, yeah, I mean, they are, they're already amazing, but mm -hmm. knowing that even the patterns that are on your shoes were conceived by you mm -hmm. and you know you drew those yourself and printed mm -hmm. them that is just so beautiful and I'm so excited to see the finished product Yay. thank you <laughs> yeah so what's next for you and your business mm -hmm. so I am really excited to announce here for the first time um, that I was one of the a hundred small businesses in Pittsburgh to receive the Comcast Rise Investment Fund grant this summer. And wow. yeah, I am still a little bit shocked, to be honest, and um, but really honored. So, you know, with that grant now, I feel like there is a little more breathing room 
in my creative process and where I want to take Waku Waku Baby. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't have like clear steps yet, but I I can see um, growth in ways that I couldn't before the grant. So yeah. I think having my original patterns, you know, into the products will become an actual reality. Um, and I'll be able to maybe outsource some tasks that I haven't been able to get to. Um, and also like invest in equipment and things like that, that is yeah. not necessarily a necessity but it's going to it's the investment part like it's going to help me you know smooth streamline my process and yeah things like that yeah that's so exciting congratulations yeah thank you so much (laughs) yeah it just I don't know it's so exciting because it's like okay me Mm -hmm. as a small business like I could go and apply for a grant and Mm -hmm. help my business get to the next level like that's a reality even if you haven't been doing it for that long or it's Mm -hmm. still you're still trying to learn like Mm -hmm. it's just very exciting yeah Um, yeah congrats thank you so much (laughs) Mm -hmm. so what are your top three favorite books on business Mm -hmm. and or creativity yeah so you know I definitely need to do more reading like I have a lot of books I want to read (laughs) so this year though when I started my design art journey I was recommended a few books and I have read those which I do recommend to others who are feeling stuck on creativity or just want a different perspective. And those are Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and the Steal Like an Artist series by Austin Kleon. I don't know if you've read those, Kiana, but... Yeah, I have. I used to be an art librarian and we used to... Oh, (laughs) right. Yeah, we used to recommend that one to our students, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I enjoyed reading those and the creativity and kind of perspective on what it's like to be an artist. So yeah, I recommend those books. Nice. Thank you so much. So where can we find you on the internet? Sure. (laughs) And social media. (laughs) Right now I have a website. It's wakuwakubaby.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. It's at wakuwakubaby. So all three are yeah, at Waku Waku Baby. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for um, coming and speaking with me on the show, Seiko. Yeah. And oh, I forgot. I do have an offer for your listeners. Oh, awesome. Is that okay? Yeah, to we'd share love that? to share. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm super happy to offer free shipping on all orders 25 and up with code free ship CEO for your listeners. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll definitely list that in the show notes as well. So people okay. can just do like a quick copy and paste. Thanks, Kiana. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show, Seiko. Yeah, and good luck with again. everything. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Handmade CEO podcast. Check out the show notes to get a closer look at our guest today and our special offers. Most importantly, check out and join our membership for makers, Happening Hands, 
where we feature courses, workshops, monthly coaching, and more for makers and creative business owners who are ready to bring their businesses to the next level. You can do this by going to www.happeningcans.com. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job.